This WBEZ podcast is supported by Hacia, whose Executive Fellows Program provides Black and Latinx business owners with real-world tools and strategies needed to master fundamental management concepts related to company stability and growth. Registrants learn through one-on-one executive coaching sessions with subject matter experts in the areas of finance, business development, operations, and legal. More info at HACIAWorks.org. The future of fashion is adaptive. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and from WBEZ Chicago, this is Reset. I know most of our Reset listeners don't usually see me do this podcast unless you've been checking out our new TikTok account to get a behind-the-scenes look at the show. Give us a follow if you haven't, but I have to say I do like to dress up. It feels good to look good. You know what I mean? For some people, though, whether it's because of a disability or a changing body, the act of getting dressed can be difficult. Now, there are clothes out there that can make it easier, and it's called adaptive clothing. And that's where Chicago-based apparel brand Joe and Bella steps in. Here to tell us more is Ben Graham, Vice President of Marketing for Joe and Bella. Start by telling us more about adaptive clothing, Ben. What is it and who are the people that use it? Absolutely. Adaptive clothing is a category of clothes that probably a lot of people haven't heard about, uh, but specific examples you might have already used. Uh, There are clothes that have been modified in a certain way to make them easier to put on and off or easier to wear. Okay. So some big examples that everyone's probably aware of are baby clothes or maternity clothes. These have been adjusted to make it easier for people with uh, changing body shapes or or physical abilities uh, to get the clothes on a little easier. Um, We have clothes for surgery recovery, uh, making it easier uh, if you go to the doctor's office Mm -hmm. uh, to have access uh, to a certain body part. You know, when I had shoulder surgery, for example, uh, I had to wear a big old cast for um, two long weeks. Oh, my gosh. Sounds like fun. uh, Oh, it was great. And... uh, To do that, I went on Etsy and just found a tank top that had one of the shoulder straps uh, cut off and used with Velcro so I can strap it over the cast without having to move my shoulder. You know, without that, I don't know how I would have uh, put any other shirt on for those two weeks. Oh, yeah. So talk about where Joe and Bella fits into this adaptive apparel market. Absolutely. Joe and Bella uh, create clothing for older adults. Uh, You know, as we age, our bodies change uh, and they change in a lot of different ways. Uh, for example, uh, we accumulate uh, injuries or physical challenges as we grow up, such as arthritis or um, uh, mobility limitations. Uh, we might even develop cognitive changes that make dressing uh, as a process more difficult. Uh, so, for example, our founding team, Jimmy and Peter Zolo, uh, their grandmother went through um, knee replacement, hip replacement, shoulder replacement, and it made dressing really hard. She couldn't move her hands and her arms above her head. Mm. Uh, And so when putting on a shirt, it took a long time. Uh, She needed help from another person. Um, And it was really painful. Uh, It was stressful. Uh, It was undignified. And And they bought her this uh, adaptive clothing, but she didn't think it was cute. Yeah, they they went online and uh, found a whole lot of options of adaptive clothing and sent her a whole bunch of stuff as a good father and and grandson would. Mm -hmm. And were really excited. They thought they solved this problem. They found her clothes that would help her body. And she she refused to all of them. (laughs) They were ugly, she said. And she was right. (laughs) Yeah. And we realized that there weren't uh, clothes out there that did both function for older adults and make them happy with how they look in them. And so that's really what we're setting out to do at Joe and Bella is make beautiful clothes uh, that are as functional as they're aesthetically pleasing. And Ben, you also have uh, experience being a caretaker, right? I I have. You know, it's just been interesting. I think so many of us have 
similar family caregiving stories. And as Jimmy and Peter were caring for their mother and grandmother, I was caring for my grandfather who developed Parkinson's and eventually developed dementia. Um, a couple years before the pandemic, he had to move into a memory care community, mm-hmm. um, you know, which for those who have had a family member move into some sort of nursing home, assisted care, memory care, it's a tough, tough moment for them. All. It's for us. Yeah. Um, and we watched you know, his body change. We watched how much more difficult it was to do simple tasks. He couldn't tie shoes. Uh, he couldn't use buttons. Uh, some of that was due to Parkinson's and tremors. Um, eventually, it became a cognitive challenge for him. Uh, following the process of using buttons one at a time. Mm. Um, and so it was just another example of how clothes can be adjusted in such a simple way to bring uh, significant improvement in quality of life for older adults. And on that note, Joe and Bella has been doing some exciting work here in Chicago over the past few weeks. Is that right? We have been. Got this collaboration with Columbia College. We have. We've been um, uh, working with an organization called Runway of Dreams, which... Um, is really a platform and advocates for people with diverse bodies and abilities in the fashion industry. And they connected us to the fashion school at Columbia. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, where um, uh, instructor Reyes Witt uh, was leading a fashion design class. And um, we uh, essentially partnered with them. And their class divided into three different groups where they created three different adaptive clothing prototypes Uh, for Joe and Bella. Well, let's hear more about that. I want to add a couple new voices to the conversation with us. Here's Hugo Collin, a second year product development and fashion student at Columbia College. Welcome to Reset, Hugo. Thank you very much. And Reyes Witt is a practitioner in residence and instructor of an adaptive clothing course at Columbia College. Hi, Reyes. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having us. So you've heard us talking with Ben about what adaptive clothing is and, and the functionality piece of it all. Uh, why do you think that adaptive clothing is important, especially when it comes to fashion? Well, it's there's a void, right? So adaptive clothing, I think, in terms of just mass market product development and design, it, it's a hard it's a hard problem to solve right now, right? So you really kind of see brands that become specialists in this area. And it's typically known as sort of a niche industry. Mm -hmm. Um, So I find it to be super important just when we think about how the world is changing and evolving constantly in terms of fashion, product design, and development. Students that we teach at Columbia College Chicago are so, they're so interested in this area. um, And they want to learn more about, you know, revolutionizing this space. We'll talk more about how this collaboration between the college and Joe and Bella started. We started by working um, with One Ray of Dreams, and we were given the opportunity to work with um, Joe and Bella. So we first started by learning more about the brand. Um, You know, it's been a really great process working with Ben and his team. They give us so much. Um, They, you know, really give us a lot of insight. So when the students are working with a brand, um, you know, especially someone that's working in this space, the more that the brand gives the students, the better the outcome. And so a lot of time and energy was put into the semester working with the team at Joe and Bella um, where they, you know, showed us their product development process, really, you know, helped us see inside their customer and their customer needs. And so, you know, that was really the beginning of how we started working together. Yeah. And as Ben mentioned, the students were split into 
groups to design uh, adaptive apparel that would be created into a real piece that's actually sold on Joe and Bella's website. And I'm looking at you now, Hugo, because speaking of these fashion students, you are one yourself. Did you know about adaptive clothing before you took the class with Reyes? I'm curious. Yes, I did. Um, fortunately, I had a, uh, a great class the semester before about it, and it helped me prepare for this one. And it was a fantastic project from start to finish, the, the whole semester. What do you like about designing adaptive clothing? Yeah. Uh, and the sleeves had zippers, so you can remove them and essentially convert it into a vest. Uh, this would be great for... Uh, those folks who are uh, moving between hot and cold uh, or going to a doctor's office and needed to provide the doctor some easy access to an arm. I see. Uh, second, we had a pair of sleepwear pants for men. Um, for older adults, it's really important to be able to go to the bathroom easily and quickly in the middle of the night. And um, sometimes if they are startled or rushing, that could increase a risk of fall yeah. or an increase of an accident. And so uh, the students came up with a really smart way to design a pair of pants. Uh, they have zippers on the side. Uh, actually, they have two zippers mm-hmm. on each side in the front and the back. So you can unzip uh, one nice. set of zippers and open just the front panel if you just need to access the front of the pants yeah. or just unzip the back of the panel. And so it's an easy way to leave the pants on mm-hmm. while still being able to go to the bathroom uh, and, and keeping your dignity and doing it nice and quick. Very functional. Mm-hmm. What about the third piece? The third piece, which was the winning piece, uh, is a uh, women's blouse uh, and poncho. And let's be clear, this is this is one of the, the tops. This is the prototype that Hugo helped design. Exactly. Right? This is Hugo's winning team. Um, they created a really a, a two-piece top for women. Uh, it uh, comes with a soft foundational undershirt mm-hmm. that has a zipper, um, on the side, but slightly to the front, mm-hmm. uh, so you can unzip the sides, put it over your head, but you have no worries about moving your shoulders. Oh, I love yeah. that. Uh, and they p- smartly position the zipper so it's easy to use on yourself, and you can zip it and unzip it. And what are the pieces that you brought today? So I have all three of those to show off. Um, and Hugo, while, while Ben's pulling those pieces out, how does it feel to see your top now in person? Um, it's fantastic. It, it was uh, such a great moment to be proud of myself and my group and the class. Uh, a great way to finish the semester. Um, yeah, in my experience, putting on something as basic as a T-shirt becomes a difficult task. When you're asking someone in their 80s or 90s to raise their arms straight up and fit their their arms into the armholes of a T-shirt, yeah, it's an uncomfortable process, and there could be an easier way to dress them. So our shirt was made out of a soft and stretchy cotton jersey, and it's sleeveless with 15-inch zippers on both side seams. Uh, that run from the bottom of the hem up to the armhole. So essentially, you could unzip both sides completely, place it over the uh, over your parents' head and shoulders, and zip up the sides with almost no restrictions. Very cool. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we're almost out of time, Ray. As I, I wanted to hear from you here, I mean, how do you want to see adaptive clothing evolve in the future? Because obviously, we're starting to see access to this type of clothing increase. But how do you want to see it go even further? Well, I would love for brands to make um, more of an effort, and I I do know many brands that are making more of an effort. Um, I would love to see how, you know, technology also intertwines with product development and design um, so that we can, you know, troubleshoot. And we work with students, and we troubleshoot in 3D design as Mm -hmm. well um, to really kind of, you know, help us create solutions 
on avatars and, you know, speed up our process so that we're not always having to be like in front of a machine selling, really kind of thinking differently and being more strategic in our product development process so that we can create more adaptive fashion you know, and, and continue to grow this space. This is Hugo's winning team. Um, they created a really a, a two-piece top for women. Uh, it uh, comes with a soft foundational undershirt mm-hmm. that has a zipper um, on the side but slightly to the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can unzip the sides, put it over your head, but you have no worries about moving your shoulders. Oh, I love yeah. that. Uh, and they p- smartly positioned the zipper so it's easy to use on yourself and you can zip it and unzip it. What are the pieces that you brought today? So I have all three of those to show off. Um, and Hugo, while, while Ben's pulling those pieces out, how does it feel to see your top now in person? Um, it's fantastic. It, it was uh, such a great moment to be proud of myself and my group and the class. Uh, a great way to finish the semester. Um, yeah, in my experience, putting on something as basic as a T-shirt becomes a difficult task. When you're asking someone in their 80s or 90s to raise their arms straight up and fit their their arms into the armholes of a t-shirt. Yeah. It's an uncomfortable process and there could be an easier way to dress them. So our shirt was made out of a soft and stretchy cotton jersey and it's sleeveless with 15 inch zippers on both side seams uh, that run from the bottom of the hem up to the armhole. So essentially you can unzip both sides completely, place it over the, uh, over your parents' head and shoulders and zip up the sides with almost no restrictions. Very cool. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we're almost out of time. Ray, as I, I wanted to hear from you here, I mean, uh, how do you want to see adaptive clothing evolve in the future? Because obviously we're starting to see access to this type of clothing increase, but how do you want to see it go even further? Well, I would love for brands to make um, more of an effort. And I, I do know many brands that are making more of an effort. Um, I would love to see how you know technology also intertwines with product development and design um, so that we can, you know, troubleshoot. And we work with students and we troubleshoot in 3D design as mm-hmm. well um, to really kind of, you know, help us create solutions on avatars and, you know, speed up our process so that yeah. we're not always having to be, like, in front of a machine sewing, really kind of thinking differently and being more strategic in our product development process so yeah. that we can create more adaptive fashion, you know, and, and continue to grow this space. This episode of Reset was produced by Micah Yason. It was edited by Andrew Merriweather. To hear more from innovators in Chicago, subscribe to our podcast. And if you know someone who would enjoy Reset, share our show with them and tell them to leave us a rating. That's all for Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll talk to you next week. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.